We both are uh, THC connoisseurs, but that's not what we're going to be talking about. No. Uh, we're, we're pretty much, uh, we were born in the same place. Duval. We were born in Jacksonville, Florida, Duval County. Go Jags. Jags won today. <laughs> yeah. Jags Super Bowl. Jags equals Super Bowl. Jags win. The defense World is Bags. serious, dude. The defense is yeah. serious. Yeah, we're really um, stepping it up finally. Oh, yeah. And um, so basically, uh, we're going to delve into different topics uh, far away from each other. We're talking to each other via Skype right now. We're so far um, away. We're, we're far away. I live in Philadelphia now. I was born in Jacksonville. Um, and basically, I met CJ when I was on tour. I'm a rapper. I'm a rapper slash now. actor, dogs <laughs> Slash actor, director, <laughs> podcaster now. Hell yeah. I, I direct music videos, too. I, I make beats. I rap if, if you want to pay me. So <laughs> if you want to support this podcast <laughs> on the first episode, go ahead and hit up Mikey Mayo for a verse. Hey. Or vis- visuals. You need live visuals in the nightclub. Hell, you need a guy with a projector on the motherfucker. He's got Philadelphia. you. Philadelphia. Mikey got Holler you, bro. at me. I got everybody. And the ladies. Nah, no. Nah, you you won't do a shoot up. for a woman? That's sexist. Uh, oh, I do a verse for a woman? Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. It, the ladies. I do a verse for a fucking transsexual. I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, Mickey Blanco is dank. Who would you not do a verse for? Uh, French Montana. Ooh, why? Because I don't like his music. <laughs> I feel you on that. I don't like it either. <laughs> I just I find it to be very just like lackluster. So I, I I would have to say off the bat, fuck fuck French Montana. He reminds me of like if DJ Khaled was a rapper, like yeah, like that level that, of not good. Like he's got the enthusiasm, but like none of the like backing. He does say, like, he huh? Might, that shit's cool. Uh, huh? uh, yeah, that's really cool. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I, I don't, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's not, not cool. cool. I'm just playing, dude. <laughs> but yeah, basically CJ and I formed a relationship uh, through this tour I was on with my friend Tyler. And we were like, fuck. You know, we were like Plead steps away the from filth. Him. Yeah, plead the filth. Fire. Who, who is fire. You should go buy beats from him, too. He he'll make you sound like a million dollars. His like mentor, like fucking, like did, fucking Travis Scott and like Damn. uh, who else? Uh, he's worked with Travis Scott and ASAP Rocky. Damn. Engineer, engineering and shit. So his shit sounds professional, and he can make any genre of music. But enough plugging. No, I gotta plug myself. <laughs> Okay, now he's got to plug himself. I'm going to sound lame after all that cool shit. But uh, my name is CJ Couch, and I'm a podcaster. Couch Talk. Uh, We've been on fire as of late. The past six months, we have exploded. I listen to every episode now. Yeah. I literally listen. This is my life. This is my life. I I love love it, dude. Thank you. (laughs) But uh, for money, what I do for money is wallpaper and paint. So my family owns a wallpaper store. My mom passed away, so I moved up and took over that spot. And I, it's me and my dad's business now, basically. And I do wallpaper and paint, and we have a store that sells wallpaper. I do, I'm never there. 
If you go to my Instagram, CJ Couch Talk, you will see all the podcasts and you'll be like, where is that place? And that is the wallpaper store. I do it there sometimes, but I'm in my apartment right now. Hey, it's cool. I'm a marketing coordinator for Home Depot, basically a brand ambassador. So, you know, we're like, we're in the same place right now in different ways. Mm -hmm. We helping people hook up their house. Yeah, we're like, you know, all about them homeowners, you know. Mm -hmm. All about them homeowners. homeowners. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to get all the homeowner money as possible. So, like, if, you know, if this podcasting, music, I'm writing a screenplay right now. I'm writing two screenplays right now. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, I've I've always been really curious about that. So, when you're doing that, is it like, um, is there like a format that you follow, you know what I mean? Not anymore, because I've seen so many movies, and I've seen so many plays, and I know so much about story structure, and just all this stuff, it's just so second nature, and then when you go to, like, the experimental wave, and you experience, like, different versions of, um, just completely different versions of what's normal. Dude, let me grab my wallet real quick. It's right there. I got to tell you about this dude because he's um he writes the storyboards and he's done shit okay. for dude. He's done like a bunch of Seth Rogen movies. Like he did uh This is the End. Or, a whole bunch. Let me grab it real quick. It's fucking dude. I I wrote my final uh, <laughs> my uh final right. paper for college. All right. This is the end. So, I wallpapered this dude. I, too. I was just I was telling our audience just real quick mm-hmm. that I literally wrote my last paper for college on this is the end that's fucking awesome dude and it was a, pr- a presentation it was for an apocalypse class dude that's cool as shit this is the end. <laughs> that's fucking awesome so this kid his name is um jeff erico um you can look him up on imdb.com you know under jeff erico it's j-e-f-f and his last name is erico e-r-r-i-c-o He's, dude, I mean, he did uh, the Magnificent movie, or no, Snow White and the Huntsman. He wrote <laughs> that story. He better not have done the Magnificent movie. He did. Di- <laughs> did you see that movie? Yeah. I have not. I went on what I thought was a date, and it wasn't. It was just shitty. You thought it was a I, date, but it wasn't? Yeah, you know you know when you think you're on a date, and then all of a sudden, <sighs> oh. it's just like, it's just that misread. So what happened? Uh, like, basically, like, you know, we went, like, saw Magnificent and shit. Was this girl, we like, like, what, describe her? Uh, she was a fine-ass, mm. uh, she was, like, German slash American black, like. Whoa. You know, exotic. Born in and, Germany? Uh, I believe so. Whoa. And, <laughs> and uh, we, uh, we went to the Regency and, like, we hold hands during the movie and shit, you know, so we're cuddling. So I'm thinking, like, I'm at least going to get, like, a kiss goodbye. Because this is me visiting during college. So, like, I'm, like, trying to rack up my numbers. Because I, I was, I was, when, when I wasn't in a relationship, I was just like, fuck it. Fuck it. Like, if it's a kiss, I want it. Like, you know what I mean? Would like, just, you, like, okay. How comfortable yeah. are you revealing your numbers? I don't know my actual numbers. Yeah, of course, but like I've heard your I've heard your numbers. I here's the thing because like I think an interaction just in general, but it, whether it's sex or anything, mm-hmm. 
there's if I thought about the number of just like interactions, like hookups, like create the, the, I think it it would be really hard for me to like to conceive it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially including like if, blackouts. If I thought about yeah, and if I thought about my sex number, uh, it would probably be lower. But like, it would definitely would be lower than the number of girls you've just straight up hooked up with. Yeah, exactly. But like, I would say that it's a high number, and I I don't want to think about it. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm I don't like. <laughs> I don't like. I'm not that way anymore. Like, yeah, I don't so just. That's why fuck I'm in girls. a relationship. Uh, that's why I fucking love my girlfriend, and it's fucking awesome because like she's mature. She's made me mature. I'm 25. Is she going to listen to this? She's definitely going to listen to this. I'm 29. <laughs> Hell yeah. 29 is, no, it's 28. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 28. <laughs> How old are you? 24? Ki- I'm 25. Me too. Yeah, no. I know that's why we connected on such a level where, where we knew so many mutual people that I was like, I want to fucking yeah. keep this up. I was like, fuck it. Like, why not? Yeah, I'm glad you hit me up. You're like, dude, I'm coming to Jacksonville. Um, I listened to your podcast, can I come on? And I was like, fuck yes. Yeah, and it was all through a girl that I knew in middle school that I fucked with, like, as a friend. Mm-hmm. Like, and just thought she was cool, and I liked your music, too. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like, we should have fucking, like, done something. Like, Yeah, shout out Giella. do something together. Yeah, shout out Giella. I fucking, like, love you every time I see you. I'm sorry about our show at Back Booth that had nobody come at all. What do you, what ha- what do you mean? Were, but we were there. It We sold zero tickets at Back Booth. It was the only show that we had no people on on tour. I mean, how... That, like, came. It seems like... that. Uh, how could you ever it's sell tickets? Tour, like, that it, seems so fucking hard. It's, it's my first, it was the first tour ever, you know what I mean? So, the fact that it was the only show that was empty, like, that's pretty good. And it was a good lesson. So, did you have fun on the tour? Like, or did you miss home? Fuck yeah. I mean, like, I miss Philly, of course. I miss my girl, like. But you kind of got to come back home where you were missing. But it's like an epic road trip with your best friend, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Tyler's awesome, dude. Yeah, Tyler is awesome. He's my best friend. Uh, R.I.P. He just lost his half brother. Oh man! So he's lost. You know, he. he I, I don't know if he mentioned it to you before, but he lost his uh, his uh, twin brother to heroin, mm. and then he lost, and then he lost his half brother just recently to the same thing. Yeah. Fuck, so I mean, man. this is public information, but Tyler's my best friend, and I ride or die for him. Yeah, dude. Yeah, heroin's yeah, a motherfucker. It's killing a lot of people right now. Like, yeah, it's got to be the uh, highest percentage of like overdose deaths in the history of that drug. I feel like. Yeah, and like I, I'm in the, uh, I see it everywhere on a whole nother level because I live in a city. Yeah, it's way bigger up north. It's crazy. It's big down like, here. Don't get me wrong, but it's bigger. It's but it's because everyone can walk everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's all of a sudden just like. Like Kensington and Camden are the heroin capitals of yeah, the world. Yeah, Camden's terrible. And Camden is small as fuck. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a tiny ass place, and it's like as soon as you get off. The, I used to work as a standardized patient, and if you don't know what that is, that's like a pretend sick person for med Whoa. students. And they have the Cooper Medical School. 
It was like a part-time gig. I, w- I was being a gypsy for like two years till I just got this new job. When was this? When was this? Remind me what was you I was being a gypsy. About. That uh, basically two years. I had different part-time jobs all the time, like including that you know you, you knew about the lifting. Yeah. You you knew about uh, the arts outreach stuff, but I wasn't working a regular nine to five. I was never. I was like, you know, directing music videos for fifty dollars, where I'd be like, I give you three hours, to like two hours to film, one hour to edit while you watch, so I don't have to redo it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I just started, uh, and like you know, I'd film a play every now and then just to get like the fifty dollar check. And like you know, uh, I I would just be finessing money like however the fuck I could like, you know I had a really great gig straight out of college. It was this like crazy experimental theater piece uh, where you got taken into a Walmart and these magical things happened. And you got taken into a trail that's behind the Walmart. Holy shit! And actually, uh, yeah, and this crazy ritual happens, and this is all you by yourself. What? Like you're, you're, you're the only audience member. And I got paid the best check I've ever gotten. How much was it? Since I'm not going to say. Okay. <laughs> but it was more money than I ever expected to get for a theater job. So you were doing like a, you were part of like I a. I was getting paid, I was getting paid the same as all the professional performers. So this is like a seance for the Illuminati, basically, you're doing like some weird ritual. No, it was more like a, a it was like a Murakami, uh, man versus nature inspired uh, piece. Oh wow! About acceptance of death. Mm. Like, That's deep, dude. Because at the end, you were taken to this pier, and you're put into like uh, basically uh, this this ritual where you close your eyes, you picture these things, and when you're walking up to the, I'm at the end part. When you're walking up, I'm like in a cloak and in a cat mask. And when you get really close, I just duck down and take that shit off so you don't see it. Mm. And then just turn around, look at Camden, look at the nature. Dude. You know? Whoa. uh, So are these people um, like following you? Headlong Dance Theater? Yeah. Headlong Dance Theater is my my homies, like for life. I went to Headlong Performance Institute and I was like definitely on like. When I was still into theater shit a little bit, when I graduated, like when I was doing the arts outreach and thinking that was the path I wanted, mm-hmm. like, and I still fuck with till this day Amy Smith. Amy Smith is my mentor, and the crazy thing is David Brick, the the co-director, is from St. Augustine. Oh shit! Because he went to the school of death mm. for the death, mm-hmm. like, you know, what yeah, I mean? school for the deaf and blind. So it's, Dude, do you know uh, yeah. Jackie Harwell? No. Damn it! She her mom works there. This is an awesome story. So okay. when we were kids, we'd get high. Like, I'm talking like 11, not 11, Jesus Christ. I'm talking like 16. And uh, Jackie Harwell went, exactly. went to Bartram. I met her at a party. We ended up becoming like best friends. And she has her other friend, Lexi, and my best friend at the time, Travis. Us four just were like best friends as fuck right off the like jump. And we always hung out. So... uh we finally, you had your crew. like I used to have bonfires, so everyone used to come to my house, and <laughs> Hell yeah. one time we went to uh, Jackie's, and it was the first time going there, and she doesn't, like, they didn't smoke, so me and Travis, we get high as fuck, and we go over there, and the mom, like, you know how deaf people talk? 
but she was like a teacher for deaf people so like she didn't talk like that bad it almost sounded like she just had like an accent you know so she's like oh okay. so we get over there okay. and she's like hi guys would you like to come forward you know what i mean just like and Aww. yeah but i think she just has an accent you know what i mean like she's she's very good at talking but it sounds like she just has an accent from somewhere so yeah. she makes us like cupcakes or something like that and we go back into jackie's room and i'm like so jackie like where's your family from like where's your mom from and she's like what are you talking about and i was like the way she talks like where like what accent is that and she goes she's fucking deaf you asshole like <laughs> so i just felt so fucking bad dude but her mom is like the nicest fucking lady ever she works at the deaf and blind school and it's incredible though like how she has mastered how to talk without being able to hear herself. That is insane, yeah. dude. That's fucking incredible. It's a skill. Yeah, it really is. And she's, like, mastered it. Okay, so the crazy, I guess, like, my counter, my counterpoint is that uh, Dave Brick from St. Augustine, he hasn't been there in a long time, uh, he's going fully deaf. Oh, man. But the crazy, but the crazy thing about him is... He's this experimental dance, like, you know, dance theater guy. Mm -hmm. So the poetry of the body is really important to him. What is, explain that to the listeners, the poetry of the body. So, the poetry of the body. So it's like, imagine, uh, like, if you could express yourself in a way that is nonverbal. Mm. You, know, you know, in a way that 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 um affects people is this whether, through dance whether, whether it's a, yeah okay yeah, yeah. but the dance is many like things dance isn't just dancing around like we're, we're on the other side of dance you know what i mean mm -mm. what do you mean what i mean is like is our dance piece is like a dance theater piece where it teeters the line between dance and theater hmm so so there, there's elements of dance, but it's all. I I don't know whether you call it postmodern, but like like the Walmart show I was talking to you about earlier, that was like for one person at a time, and we'd have twenty minute cycles, and people like, f uh, forty people saw the show. Okay. Total. Okay. Got you. And it was all of grant money. Mm -hmm. So, like, they could pay us well and do it. But basically, it's about, like, the experiment. I mean, like, the back to the poetry, the body point. I think a lot, there's a lot that can be expressed that's, abs like, abstract and normal. And when you combine the two things, you can evoke a reaction. Mm. Like... And, you know, I, I think every dance theater person uh, has, like, I, I, I really incorporated a lot of dance theater. I know you weren't at the show, mm -hmm. but I, I think a lot of the experimental theater stuff that I learned at Headlong applied to my performance 100%. Like, and, you know, be, being a director and, like, being a creator and, like, stick because i was i was a black sheep at school as far as the fact that like no one was interested in devised work mm. by the word devised 
just by that what meaning, is that it means making something out of thin air with a group of people. oh wait like improvising no devising 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 so, so you're creating improv me improv is with a set maybe. like you have like an you have a scenario and then you bounce off of that so devising would be just straight up nothing there and then you make it happen have you ever heard of uh, Sleep No More? No. Okay. Uh, that's not a good example. <laughs> but, like, imagine, like, uh, how there's a bunch of writers in a, a room for any, uh, anything. And they write the script together. Mm-hmm. And they're also on the show. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're devising it. Saturday Night Live, they're, they're devising it. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, get, I get it. I get what you're saying. You're coming up. But, I, I got it. But, but we're coming from an experimental standpoint where, like, uh, we're trying to evoke a reaction in you. So, uh, the, back to the point with Amy Smith, she was very encouraging of me following my music path and being like, you know, I know you just did all this shit and I know that you hate the theater shit and you see through all the bullshit that's going on, like, that you're not, like, hypnotized, and you should, like, fucking, you know, follow your path. What bullshit in theater? Just in general, there's so much politics, like, it's so white. Jumping through hoops and shit? Jumping through hoops that are unnecessary when you know that you're overqualified, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like... It's just like uh, I'm not here. I'm not your fucking monkey here to make you dance. Like I'm here. I'm here to fucking make money. I got you. Like, so where's your passion? Yeah. Is it in music, or would it like if you had to choose between one of all of these forms of art and you only had to pick one? It's all. It's all of it. But I can't. I can't. I'd be lying if I didn't say I didn't love performing live. Like music. Music. Mm-hmm. Performing music live. And having a prepared spectacle, like, you know, live visuals that interact with the show. Because it's like me, like, kicking theater in the butt. It's like my punk rock version of going, fuck you, I'm going to show you what what this really is. Because one of my big arguments in college was, like, the Kanye West Jesus tour was, was theater. It was a spectacle. Did you go see it? No. Neither did I. But I watched it online. Okay, cool. Dude, and I was I'm, like, I'm not, before I forget, just side note for yourself and for the listeners, um, look up brand new 2017 tour, and they have a screen that's the size of the stage. I was listening to you talking Dude, about this the other day. You guys, day. you gotta check it out. Like specifically, look up the song "Out of Mana," and. It's incredible, dude. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, Jesus, you watched it online. Yes. Well, yeah. There, the, there was like modern dancers. There was, there was just set changes. Jesus came out at one point. Holy shit. There was just so, you know, because like here's the thing: theater doesn't have to be some like regular script. It could be an experience. You know, what I mean, music's an experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, dude. And music storytelling, and people connect to the storytelling. And when you bring spectacle into it, it enhances it. Well, especially when it's live and you can see the artist feeling all of that emotion. 
and, ex- yeah. and just exerting it upon you, it's next level, dude. Like, I, I don't... Yeah, I almost wrote an article for American Theater Magazine about it, but I refused to, like, pre-write it. I was like, no, you gotta give me, like, a money offer. And they were like, no. And I was like, okay, fuck you. I was right. Like, you know, like, here's the thing, because you look at the easiest story, you look at the numbers, mm-hmm. and all that shit, you just watch it online, watch it on YouTube, like, and you look at the numbers. He was selling out arenas. Yeah, huge 30,000, 20,000, 15,000. All of them. Yeah. All of them. And selling so much merch. That is the number one thing you want as a music artist. Not how many people bought your fucking album. They want ticket sales. Merch. And merch that's all in demand. Like, Would you sign for a label right now? Or would you, do you want to be independent? Um, I'm happy being independent right now, but I would sign if I... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because I'm already working on my own brand, and if it was to enhance my own brand and it wasn't fucking me over, sure. Right. But it would have to be a good deal. But that's the thing. I don't think they're offering any deals that wouldn't be taking part of your merch and part of everything, you know? Yeah, I'm not trying to go into a 360 deal. So it's like, you know... You just do like a 180 deal. <laughs> yeah, I, I would whittle it down. 270. I, I would, I'm a good negotiator, you know yeah, what I mean? You, like, you already possess the ability to say no to people from what you've been saying about theater. Like, that's huge to not just take every single thing. And Yeah, like, I can say no to, like, theater shit. Like... And now I'm like, I'm a fucking brand ambassador for a fucking marketing agency. Yeah. Like, and that's what I fucking wanted. Like, that's what I was like trying to get to like some kind of marketing in the door as like a day job. Cause I can take my vacation and go on tour and like still be me. Yeah. Yeah. And still get these racks. And you're going to get so good at marketing. Exactly, and I'm already good at it. So what? So what, all, like, what all goes into that? Because I'm not good at it at all. I don't even know where to start. What like what should I do to get Couch Talk like popping? Okay, uh, what you should do for Couch Talk or this to get it. Pop- you know what I mean? Like okay, I think an important thing about like or this whatever it is is to know what your demographic is. Mm-hmm. You gotta know what your demographic is, and you gotta get it to them. Yes. And you gotta find ways to get it to them in ways that would that would reach them. You know, whether it's like some dumb Instagram sketch, or it's some dumb hashtagging, or it's like you know whatever it is. If you're trying to increase your audience, mm-hmm. like there there's ways to go about it. It's just a matter, but. The two main factors are, who's who's your audience? That's what I don't know. Yeah. Who the fuck, like, what age range are they? Is it mostly male or female? Is it down the middle? Like, you gotta know this shit. Where is it? Where are are your fans? Where are the people that are listening to Mm -hmm. you? Like, and that's, like, the thing I was talking to you about last time was SoundCloud stats is, like, you know... 
who's listening to you and where. That is very true, and yeah. I guess, honestly, I thought I, I thought I had a bunch of dudes, but I have a lot more girls listening than I ever expected. Because I never thought girls were really into podcasts. How do you know? How do you, how do you know about SoundCloud? That? Okay, that's just my SoundCloud stuff, though. Word. The iTunes is where I feel like I'm really destroying. So I I'm think. Pull that up right now. Go ahead. Uh, on speaking on the matter, we should clickbait this podcast by like talking the second half about or like maybe last 10 whatever the fuck it is about long distance relationships yeah for sure i i i'd start doing that right fucking now yeah okay so have you been in long distance relationships? <clears throat> yeah i have um and tell me about so it. the whew, i was this is when i lived in cimarron um the golf course community and when I I was living with a girl, and we had a really toxic relationship, we were doing a lot of pills together. First girl I ever tried heroin with, and um, then I move out Oof. and move into Cimarron, and I'm all by myself now, and except with my roommates, but like you know I, I don't have like a girlfriend or anything. And uh, one of my roommates was having his friend, who's also one of my friends, come over <clears throat> with two girls. So this girl is supposed to be coming over from my roommate, and I had taken a, a couple Xanax that night, and I had like two left. So she comes over, and this girl is fucking hot, dude. Like you're like, baby, you don't you want the bars? I, I mean, I just I I walk. Would you like to join the Xanny family? Like, when she walked in, I completely recognized that she was very into me. And completely... And you were so calm about it. Yeah, and this wasn't... <laughs> but she came over for my roommate, who she didn't know. She was just, like, a friend of the girl that was talking to me and my roommate's other friend who was coming over, you know? So, she's feeling me. It was just obvious. We start sitting next to each other, talking. We all smoked a blunt and everything. And um, I just, like, whispered to her. I was like, do you want a bar? So we take one, end up hanging out. We didn't fuck or anything. Hey, you want a bar? And, um, you want a bar? We start talking, blah, blah, blah. And cute? this is during summer, so she's still living here. But she has to go back to FAU, where she oh, went to school go, to be girl. like a cheerleader. So oh, she fucking I've... has to go back, and we're still talking. And we end up dating like two weeks into her living at FAU, because I went there one weekend, and then she came back home. Like, we were switching off. And... It was just, it, it was a cloud of drugs. Like, I'm fucked up for doing this, but when we were talking, like, I knew this girl, she never really done drugs before. Like, little things, but nothing real, you know? And I knew that she would do whatever I said. And um, one day, she, like, asked me to hang out, and I told her I was about to go get a Roxy, but I was really getting heroin, because I didn't want her to know that I was, that I was doing heroin. Yeah, you're, you're embarrassed. Yeah. So, she's like, oh, I'm down. I was like, all right, do you want to just split one? And because I wanted her $15, you know, because I was getting $20 worth of dope. Because this is when I used to only do that much. Like, it was nothing, you know. Like, that, that, that used to be a lot for me. Like, that would last easily a day. So, I get the dub, 
and uh, tell her to meet me because we used to meet because we have like a gate in our neighborhood, you know, to get into. Like there's a guard gate and the line's usually really long and shit. So I would just go pick her up and ride back through. <clears throat> and uh, I tell her to meet me at the gas station. I've already got the dope like broken down. So when she gets in the car, it looks like I already have a Roxy crushed up. Obviously, it's not blue, but she'd never even really done a Roxy. So she's, she has no idea what to fucking. She don't know about <clears throat> Yeah. So basically, I give her a little bit of dope, like maybe $5 worth, and she fucking gets super fucked up. Like we were in my car. Oh, no. no it's not bro. bad. It's not bad. Not in a bad way. Like. No, she, she likes. Yeah, she loved it. And uh, she, she loved Like we were dope. sitting there, we went to go smoke a blunt like hot box of blunt and it was cold out and she like it wasn't cold out but she was wearing like a jacket and she fucking like you could see it hit her and she was like oh my god i'm so warm because like that warm feeling you know she like took off her jacket and she's like oh my god we smoked the blunt end up going back to my house and making like spaghettios and watching a movie that we both just nodded out and passed out for and she ended up sleeping for like seriously like six straight hours it was fucking crazy but we end up so we're doing that, and then she ends up, like, the next day saying, do you want to do that again, you know? And I was like, yeah, I can't find Roxy's, though. I can only get heroin, blah, blah, blah. It's the exact same thing, blah, blah, blah. Give her the spiel, and she fucking goes for it. It's, it's the exact same thing. Yeah, it's totally the same. And uh, I was like, you don't... Naughty boy, you're naughty You don't boy. have to shoot it up, blah, blah, blah. So we fucking do it, and um, we just started doing it together all the time, dude. And there's a it's fucked up and it's like a taboo to say but like when you're doing drugs with someone in a relationship you guys get this like super close special bond where you know it's literally like comes down to just we're gonna we're gonna (coughs) i'm once i tell my story like it's just you two you know what i mean like it's just y'all you know but like no one else knows what y'all are doing you have this huge secret that it's just you two and you're both fucking so cl- enabling yeah, each and you're other. extremely you're close. The fuck out of like each you have other. an extremely close relationship, and um, it's a three way relationship. Exactly. So, but her thing, she was like a in a sorority and this good girl and shit, cheerleader, all this shit. So she couldn't be doing that there. So she would only do it like on the weekends. Like she could never find it, and she used to like call me Monday mornings, being like, "Oh my god, I'm so sick." Like, cause I used to live down there and she'd be like, can you please like tell me somebody who has it here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, fuck no. Cause I don't want her to be doing it down there every day and then fucking ruining her life, you know? So it was weird, but she was just, I knew this girl was a whore. Like I knew it the whole time. And I, and you turned her into a fiend. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if she was cheating on me. Well, you don't know if she really, uh, if she was cheating on yeah. you. Yeah. Like, I really don't. I'm sure she was, but uh, it's fucked up to say I was too. But basically, we just broke up. Like, it. You was cheating, I was cheating. We got. Okay, this is, this is like gonna be a similar story, bro. Hit me with it. Really? Okay. So, uh, my, my freshman year of college, I dated this girl that, like, everyone warned me about. Uh oh. Like, literally, like, she she had already been like messaging me on like Facebook because like in college and shit if you're going to a new city and shit it was an art school so you had a lot of people from different places so 
she like prowled on me basically you know what I'm saying like the first day she was like oh yeah you don't have to go these orientations and shit what the fuck you, 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 and she was right like technically I didn't need to be at like some of this dumb shit mm-hmm. it was all just like basic shit she was gonna show me how to do it yeah but still you know what I mean yeah but we go we go get some french fries and shit like whatever and then french like fries. the next night she's like yo I, and I went to her apartment I went to her apartment no yeah this was yeah I don't remember which night but I go to her apartment, and we just uh, smoke some weed, and, like, I got the weed hookup immediately, and I was like, cool, I've got a couple weed hookups in Philly, I just moved here, that's nice, Mm -hmm. like, because, like, I was really worried, Uh, not that worried, because I was going to art school, but, like, enough that, like, oh, it might take a day or two, but it was like, it was like, I say goodbye to my parents, I went and picked up some weed, like, immediately. But, um, basically this girl, she, um, we, we end up, like, dating for, like, a year. And she was, uh, like, I had all these warning signs, like, including from a friend I went to Douglas Anderson, Anya, who was originally from Philly. She was in the theater department, and she was just like, yo, man, you want to be fucking around with that girl? Is this girl from Philly? She's from State College. Oh, so, okay. Like, I got you. I got you. I got Penn you. State I got you. Yeah. And, um, basically, you know, she, uh, the weed thing, let's talk about the weed thing. So, we both smoked a bunch of weed. Mm-hmm. So, all of a sudden, it's our weed. Oh, it's Jesus. Not, and, yeah. And it, you know, she smoked more than mm-hmm. me. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, I'd say the only cool thing that really ever happened was, like, and it wasn't even with her, but the idea of, like, we bought a bunch of mids. We bought an ounce of mids for 420 How much was that? For the fun. It, it, inexpensive. I don't remember. I don't remember prices. Yeah, because I, I never I know. Like, I've shit. never known how much an ounce of mids is. But, but, but an ounce of mids is a lit thing because you're like, I thought this didn't <laughs> exist anymore. Exactly. I thought this vanished off the face of the earth, but somewhere, somewhere in America, there's mids. Because, mm-hmm. which uh, I had to tell when I was lift driving a couple, they were like, what's the dentist uh, difference between uh, rags, mids, and crippy? And I was just like, it's just really how good the weed was, mm-hmm. like, like, like taking care of. Like, that's all it really boils down to, bro. I used to get quarters of Reggie, like, every Friday with my friend. And we would just roll seven blunts. I used to get quarters, quarters of the crippy. And I'd be rolling mad, big, wide owls with my friend Amelia. And we would sit out by this, like, dock and shit. It was, she's my best friend, like, one of my best friends. And she smoked weed like a champion. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I call I call her Mama Ginger. She's like Ginger Mama, Mama Ginger. My phone. She, she she's the man. She, we used to live really close by to each other. She lived in San Marco too. She doesn't anymore. She's like a Hodges, so she's close to you. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So this girl. Uh. When we're going away, you know, we're leaving. You know, for summer. And I was just so, like, you know, I was not, I'd already, I'd cheated on her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe she had cheated on me, 
But I ended up cheating on her with this girl this one night back in the dorm. I was still drinking and shit. I wasn't, like, heavy into it. But, like, I had a glass of wine. My friend, like, Lauren. Sorry. Dow, you Lauren. <laughs> but my friend Lauren. Because I, 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 I didn't do anything with her. But I go back to the dorms. And I'm like, I just knew this girl was a whore. We, we were trying to fuck from day one. Like, we were, like, c- calling each other on the phone. I was, like, in... Fernandina Beach, like at the Ritz Carlton, like on the phone with this girl before college even started. Like, mm. where she like she wanted it, but then like BB scooped me up quickly because she was a sophomore and she was hot. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I was the like beginning of like before the downfall. Let's put it that mm. way. I'll get to I'll I'll get to that. But like, basically. Uh, we go away for the summer, we're like, yo, let's, like, still talk to each other, but we can fuck other people, let's be real. Whoa, nice. So, uh, I have a couple, you know, different, uh, I have three different, like, flings going on. Did they all know about each other? Uh, they didn't, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) One one definitely knew about the other. Okay. One definitely knew about the other. Okay. Uh, And shouts out to you, because you're cool. You're both cool. And third one, you were cool, too. Actually, all three of those are cool. Solid. But the thing was... this girl was, like, detrimental. She was always just, like, attention-seeking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, I, and then and I, I didn't hear from her for, like, three days. Oh, Jesus. And then, like, she's, like, on Skype, and she's just got, like, cuts on her arms. Oh, suicide cuts or, like, beat-up cuts? Like, fake, fake suicide right, cuts. Right, right. Exactly. So cut my wrist in black, so, my eyes. So cut my wrist in black, my so eyes. Black, my eyes. <laughs> so I can't fall asleep. So I can fall asleep tonight or Skype because you kill me. <laughs> the funny thing is, two of my ex girlfriends are the other Skype like people in my contacts, and I find that shit so funny because that was from the long distance relationship. I guess I did, had two long distance relationships. Oh, wow. Um. But with this one, which was like the detrimental one, basically, uh, she, she, I, I know she's fucking this other guy one time because he's coming into town to see her and shit. Like he's gonna fuck her. She's, she's a whore. Like she's crazy. That's what happens. But like you know, I come back and like you know we kind of like try to you know make things work. And then one day, I just have a different opinion than her, and she just slaps me, and I'm like, get the fuck out of my apartment. Like, because before, I was, like, staying at her place, because I was like, oh, it's so cool. It's a block away from the dorms. We just smoke weed and watch movies, whatever. Mm-hmm. But she would just talk shit on everybody. She was an actress. So, <laughs> and, like, That's what they do. And she was, super, she was super mad that I got into a show without auditioning and got like a call back and got on the show for like a device piece. Oh, so she's and all wanted me to quit and she got jealous and wanted me to drop out. Oh my God. For what I'm going to school for. That's fucking crazy. At the dude. time. Yeah. She was insane, bro. 
Yeah, that's so that's basically ridiculous. yeah. She, like so, I took that slap as the last straw, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of my apartment!" Like, you know, like this is a lesson learned. I, I I'm not dealing with you anymore. And she would still like from time to time like try to like affect my life. Like she was in a group. Like so, like the long distance thing. I'll, I'll tell a long distance story that's good with this. So before before the summer. You 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 know how it ends, now. Yeah, break up. Before the summer, I was in um, I was in Jacksonville, for Thanksgiving break. And I had a huge fight with her on the phone for like an hour. That's so I hate that so much. For for a fucking hour, and I I just um, I go inside, and everyone's playing quarters and shit, and I've already been drinking, and I just like end up blacking out and like just like peeing myself on this dude's couch. Mm. It was no, it wasn't even his couch. It was his it was cousin's couch. And he his, his cousin would let him throw parties there. And then I was just right on Steven's like face oh sorry I outed you Steven. <laughs> I was right on your fucking uh Facebook wall so you forgave me. I'd be like, I'm sorry Steven. Mm. I'm sorry, sorry Steven. I peed. And I didn't, the crazy thing is, I didn't realize I did it till days later. Oh, Jesus. You, you woke up and your pants were dry? No. I just really hadn't realized that what happened because I was so drunk. I got you. Like, I got you. And that's why, like, I don't, like, that's part of the reasons I don't drink anymore, man. Like, is shit like that happens. Like, yeah, I've never, Fuck I've that. never had like, that. I've never been into drinking too much. Like, don't get me wrong. I used to get fucking wasted. But I've never, I've never enjoyed drinking alcohol, like the process of it. So I've never been too into it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I, like I found her to be a trigger that, because like after her is when I really got into drinking. Mm. Or the, the summer, it was the summer where I had the three flings plus maybe other things. I don't remember. I really don't. Little fucks. Um, little fuck here, a fuck there. Little blowjob here, little fuck. Little fingers. Face fuck. Little finger action. Little face fuck there. Little fuck fuck there. Little mouth fuck. All that shit. I, I made out, I, I kissed sisters. This is what's crazy. Same time? Because that, that, no. Okay. But it was literally like I made out with this girl's sister. And then uh, a week later, went on a date with her. Yeah, I've got the grossest thing ever. I was doing coke all night one night, and my friends went out, and I just didn't feel like it. And I stayed there, and they all like stayed at this beach house. And um, I was at the house, and there was this woman who was staying there as a roommate. And uh, she had her friend in town, and I started talking to her daughter, so I was already fucking her daughter. And at like yeah. 6 in the morning, the mom woke up. And me and her start, like, doing blow together. We have sex at, like, 7 in the morning before everyone wakes up. And then the daughter and everyone else came back home at, like, 1 in the afternoon. And I fucked the daughter at 3 in the afternoon. And I rawed both of them. <laughs> With no shower in between. No nothing, Jack. Just a bunch of cocaine and fucking passion, dude. 
Okay, I've got... Uh, yeah, let's talk uh, the hookup stories of that summer, or wh- whenever we were cheating, I guess. Uh, my whole life. Because it'll... It, 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 it'll <laughs> no, but, but <laughs> this speci- But the, the long-distance relationship oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so, let's just call her girl number one. She was a former stripper. So. Um... Uh... She gave me a head in the fuck... Like, we we fucked. She was, like, the only one I remember that I was, like, I was fucking her. Mm. We Like, she gave me head in the front row of, like, uh, Men in Black 3 <laughs> at... No, 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 not Men in Black 3. That, I take that back. I take that back. It was, um... It was... It was, it was in the center Jurassic theater. World. No no, 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 that's that's too recent. It, what was it? What was it? It wasn't Men in Transformers Black Three. 3. It was it, it was Rock of Ages. She gave me head during the previews, and I busted before the end of the opening credits. Damn. I swear to you. She be killing it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so girl number two, new girl number one. And I asked this girl on a date, and she was like, no, I'm not, like, into that. Mm. And then on, like, the last day of a, basically, the last day that, like, I'm, like, here. My parents are out of town. And uh, me, me, my friend has his ex over, and this girl over, he ends up fucking her. And this girl just ends up blowing me. And and a couple of years later, we end up having sex, oh. you know, a couple yeah. times. But like, but it was that win because like she said no at first, at like uh, like to the date because she was like busy, mm. which I, which which I get, yeah. you know. But but then you get the you get the top, and you're like, whoa, I just got the top, delicious. Like like I I just turned a no to a yes and not in a malicious like fucked up way. Yeah, no Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, and then um, on the day after, um, there was this girl we'll call girl number three, and uh, she was uh, she was someone I was hooking up with during high school, and uh, things were cool, like you know, but then she had a boyfriend, and she, he, he was long distance. Ooh. And, 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 and we 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 will cuddle and watch Animaniacs on the projector on my couch up in my room. Oh. And then finally, like they broke up the day before I was leaving, and, and she was on her pier and she gave me a blowjob. Oh. Like, like right before my mom showed up, like. Very fun. And then and and then there was like I guess like there's a girl that like. A kid, like you know, like there was this, like kiss stuff, like a girl that I made out. I, I yeah, cause I was, I think I was trying to knock down numbers. Oh yeah. Okay, so there was a okay, there was a girl that I I just wanted to make out with, that was, um. How do you only want to make out uh, with somebody? She 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 was a faculty member. No, I I'm down with the dry home. Like you know what I'm saying. Like like. 
I, it, it, like it, bragging rights. I used to be into like the bragging rights thing. Like like I got like a like a handy from like a world kickboxing. <laughs> you know. You know what I mean? Like I want bragging rights. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a handy from a world kickboxing champion. <laughs> Who's That's that? fucking hilarious, it, it, dude. Yeah, man. Exactly. Like it's worth the story, man. Where her hands rough or what? No, like she was like she 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 was really skinny and like she was in like a really like like skinny weight division. Probably like, one one oh five. Maybe. Kicking people, kicking asses, giving hand jobs. But, yeah, How do you yeah, only yeah. I don't I'm so, just I don't get it, like do people still only give hand jobs and like? It seems like no, everyone's just absolutely everyone not. fucks. Not anymore. Yeah. Not, not everyone fucks yeah. now. But like when you're in high school and you're in these weird Ooh, like yeah, you know some people aren't comfortable with their sexuality yet. You know what I'm saying? You gotta force them on. You gotta force it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I just watch kids. You, please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that, it, it, that's just creepy to me. Like, I don't know. I'm not trying to, like, I just, I, I, I can't the even. The bitches love me because I'm CJ. I can't even comment on it because, like, I've just never. The bitches love me because I'm CJ. Gotten lucky, you know? Like, I, I've always, the girl's always but been I bloomed down. In, I bloomed in college, let's put it this way. Like, you know, I ain't no, I ain't no bitch. But I'm happily in a relationship now. Hell yeah. That's cool. Hell I mean, yeah. that's what I would like to be in. Like, if I could find... Like, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. Like, I'm not looking at all for that. But, uh, that's the goal, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I would like to be married with, like, a kid or two kids or something. That'd be dope. But... So, do so you want to review, like, I guess, like, to, like, wrap it up, like, any tropes about being in a long distance relationship? Um like we can go back and forth. You can say one, I can say one. Yeah, I guess just don't do it. <laughs> it's dumb. I wouldn't do it ever again. Just because of sex or just because of the experience? I love masturbating. It's not because of sex. I guess um I don't know, dude. It's just dumb. Like, unless you're uh, already say, in a relationship, and then it turns into this person has to move because they need to go to school here, or they got a job here. Yeah, what if you were married? Like, well, I mean, that, that's different. I, if I was married, then, yeah, I would move with them, though. But okay. I don't know. Like, and then you again, would, you would go no, because my business is here, and it's very established here. Like, I can't just pick up. Like, we're the best, by far, the best well, wallpaper and best wallpaper company for who, who knows how long in probably in this fucking state dude so shout out shout yeah, that's out. all my dad i mean i'm good at it but my dad built all of it so it's all him but um it's all right no i feel you my dad built built builds my dad got out of my dad didn't even the most modest guy my dad didn't graduate high school like he fucking dropped out in the 10th grade and my dad fucking got his calls paid for by the exorcist what do you mean yep he got the exorcist scholarship. How'd that happen? He got possessed when he was a kid? No. Uh, basically, what happened was he was going to Georgetown. Dope. And uh, he, he went to Wolfson. He was, he was at Georgetown. 
And um, he was about to have to go back and go to UF because of state school funding mm-hmm. and shit. And the exorcist um, did so well and was shot on Georgetown campus, did so well that it it paid for his entire fucking like, college. That's career. incredible. It's fucking dope as hell. He's a legend. That's why I'm like, damn, what am I going to fucking do? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm like, my foot's in the door finally with this, like, marketing agency shit. Like, as far as, like, a career in the sense that, like, I, I'm a Gemini. I've got these dual lives where I've got my art. You believe in that and shit? all that stuff. I'm a Leo. What does yeah. that mean? Uh, that you're the same as my girlfriend, so we should get along pretty well, babe. Babe, tell me about myself, because I'm a Leo. What does that mean? Uh, it means that you're pretty, uh, firm about what you want. Mm-hmm. I, I could tell you that, that, like, you're decisive as fuck. Like, you're not gonna, like, like, be fickle about shit. Like. Tell you. Like. Is what? it like I'll tell you? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I guess. I don't know, man. We'll have to talk about that in another episode because I don't believe any of that shit. It's cool. I, I I can't name all that shit off the top, man. And like, I can't say that I'm like full belief, but I would say seeing the the people that were born around the times that I was born around mm-hmm. make more make more sense to me. Okay, you know maybe. Have, do you believe in that that test you take? The what? Uh, there's a test you take that uh, is a personality test. I've never taken it, but I'd like to. It's a personality test, and you answer how you would, and it basically says, like, you know, what you are. Horoscope-wise? Like, or, like... No, person-wise. Okay, wise. okay. Per- personality-wise. And um, it'll it'll show you famous people that are... In that category, mm. and and mine had like uh, the Roosevelt that kept getting reelected, Franklin, fucking Nixon, and Steve Jobs. <laughs> Nixon, Steve Jobs, and Franklin Roosevelt. Franklin D. Isn't that crazy? Isn't <clears throat> that crazy, bro? Yeah. You get who knows what. <laughs> that, that's my personality type, according to some sort of tests. Like that's not like a poll test. That's like some bullshit. Like this is like some scientific like research. Yeah, I don't know. I, send that to me, and I'll, I'll tell you. It's a psychology. I I heard in an episode you were into psychology. I always said that if I didn't go into theater, I would have gone into psychology. Yeah, that's what I went to college for so, when I did go to college. But I dropped out. Where dropped is- out. Dropped out. I would have, because I made plenty of connections, like when I was here, but I knew how much it meant to my dad. And my yeah, mom. yeah. I would never make my kid go to college, especially by That's the time we have kids choice. that are going to college. Yeah, exactly. I would never make them do that. I'd be like, absolutely not. Yeah, whatever you want to <laughs> do, kid. Like I'm like. You figure that shit out on whatever the new thing is, on the all thing that you've theoried. What, you, what if your kid wanted to get into theater and all that shit? Would you be down for it? I'd be okay with it. Like, camp, you know, explore art. I, I, I do a lot of mediums now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, 
I just got into the film thing for more, like, real... Like, the film thing came last, which is weird because I was a directing major. But I feel like learning all the theater bullshit helped me and watching a fuck ton of movies. Like, I've seen so many movies and good ones. Oh, wow. And bad ones. And bad ones. Like, I used to go to the movies with my dad all the time. We'd go every weekend, no matter what. Like, he wanted to be there for me. Like, I cried when I saw Click. Click? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> because, be, because of, because of the, the relationship I had with him. And, like, yeah, yeah. Never wanted to lose I'm that. a crier in movies, dude. I'll cry. I'll cry. I, dude. I, I'll cry. Wait, wait. Let me think of a movie. I cried during uh, True Confessions, that Disney Channel original <sighs> movie when I was younger. I cried during The Good Son or whatever with Elijah Wood and. The little Home Alone kid. Yeah. The beginning of that movie gets me, me crying. I just I'm easy, think, dude. My mom. Think. Anything that reminds me of my mom. I cried. Uh, I cried. I cried in Mirror and the Dying Girl. <clears throat> I almost cried in if Stranger Things. That. When when really? the, when Ona Ryder's like searching for Will and everything. I haven't, really, I haven't watched it. You've never watched Stranger Things. I tried to watch the first episode. and I was like, I've seen Alien. <laughs> like, Dude, I'm telling you right now, I was—I never thought I would like, I was like that this show. This is like Goonies meets like Alien. When I saw those kids, like, dude, they're badass. So they cuss and shit. They don't give a fuck. I'm telling you, on this podcast, you will like it. Watch the first season and the second season. It's good. I swear. I thought I was never gonna like that show. I saw these kids and fucking what it was about, and I was like, gay, dumb. I don't like it. And I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. I want season three now. But also, you know, we could be different personality types. You mm-mm, know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Like, Stranger Things is universal. Everyone likes it, Mike. Everyone likes it. My friend gets Netflix money. Like, really? I told you about him, right? Yeah. Uh, Shouts out Noah Wilson getting that Netflix money right in, on BoJack Horseman. Holy shit. He's on the writer's team. It's yeah. fucking sick, dude. He he was a DA. Damn, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. He actually got me got me inspired to start writing screenplays because I've never written screenplays before. But then I watched the Harmony Corinne episode about uh, of Epically Later on Viceland, mm. and I was like, in the Spike Jones one, I was like, I need to start making movies, dude. Too. Yeah, that's like, fucking sick. I was like, I'm way too literate in this shit. To not use yeah, it yeah, for something yeah. that that that's accessible, like I've got this one movie called Trap Star that is based off a, a mutual friend of ours. Me and you. He lived next door to you. Are you shitting me? Yeah. Live next door to me. S- served out the Hooters parking lot. When did he live next door to me? Loretto Road. You lived on Loretto uh-huh. Road. I lived on Scott Mill. Maybe Scott Mill. Uh, let's just say his name rhymes with Linguini. I still don't know. And it's only based on him. It's not completely Are we him. sure? Like, Are you sure I know this kid? He lived yes. next door to me. You know that. He, he lived in Mandarin. Okay. Um, what if you text it to me right now? 
Okay. Because um, that name, what you said it rhymes with, does not, like, it does not ring any bells. I'm so excited to see who this could be. Because um, I'm, like, thinking of all my neighbors, like, growing up. You have to know this kid. There's no way. Because you said you lost to Larry Richter in your class election. No. I didn't run for election. The only thing I, I, the only thing that I ever did like that was the senior superlative stuff. I won most original. Okay, I just texted, uh, I, I Facebook messaged it to you. Facebook message. Fa- is this oh, is yeah, that little me? fucking kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to write it about him, but make him a little more white. Yeah. <laughs> and it's basically going to be a combination of like super bad and like well Scarface. make sure you put this in there because this is like funny about it that's like a very jewish neighborhood like everyone that yeah i know yeah, yeah. no that's the point <laughs> that he's jewish the point is that well, he's you know jewish. my wallpaper like, store is like, right there right yeah. yeah like at the end of that road is where my wallpaper store is this is fucking... i know this is so funny talking about this like so far away yeah it's weird uh, but yeah, yeah, trap stars like that, and then I've got this other movie called uh, Broke. Ooh, what's that about? Being broke? That's like, uh, it's basically about um, it's like an a horror movie. It's not horror. It's like basically what I want it to be is like a thriller action movie that's got some horror, like Black Mirror kind of horror element mm. to it, where it's like money just becomes completely worthless and like the first scene is the guy just like at the top of a skyscraper looking down there's like a stream of like news going on it's just like money is completely worthless oh shit and then he just goes and like go he goes oh fuck and then like you know opens his desk and pulls out two dracos and it's just like broke and the Migo starts playing <laughs> and he's just like fucking strapping up and shit and it, it's like this whole thing about like this one percenter like killing the fuck out of poor people holy shit to, to survive like what you gotta do sometimes dude it's, it's, it's kind of like my Tarantino-esque like horror movie mm, I like it but I mean it's a Mikey Mayo it's a Mikey Mayo yeah, movie yeah. And, so, and so is Trapstar dude Broken trap star. Trap star. Double yeah, M. Like trap stars. Trap star is gonna be like super bad. Everyone's gonna compare it to dope. I don't give a fuck. It's not gonna be the same as dope. It's not gonna have a happy. Yeah, end. yeah, yeah. Let's put it that way. <laughs> dope had a happy end. All right. This is what I'm gonna end it on here. Spoiler. This is the last thing I got for yeah. you. One of my best. What? You what? what do you One got? of my best friends. His parents got a divorce a few years ago. And um okay, I'm sorry. I, mean, I, don't, I don't care. Or if or, or congratulations. Yeah, they don't. I mean, I don't it, even think the kids. It depends on nowadays. Yeah, I don't even think the kid cares. But uh, basically, his dad um met someone online in like Malaysia or something, and has been sending them money. So this person is saying that they have a trust Jeez. that is like. 20 million or something like that and she's about to get the trust in like a year and a half or something and she he keeps sending her all this money for her to do everything to become a citizen in the united states so she can move here and all this stuff and he's never 
like every it's all red flags dude it's as fake as you think it is and it sounds so fake dude he short sold the house he's given like upwards of 200 grand to this woman and she was supposed to come last week i'm guessing she didn't come um and (laughs) yeah but my friend's like worried that his dad might kill himself because like He's been oh, no. super depressed. And he's all lonely, and he like he's putting everything into this woman who may or may not even exist, you know. And buying like, oh, like yeah. dude, Catfish, he borrowed bro. seventy thousand dollars from his dad. This dude just got maybe majorly catfish, bro. Big time, dude. That's so sad because like my I, dad, when my mom died, was like, really lonely, and he never got into a situation like that. But like. There's nothing worse than your parent being all fucking alone and they have no one and they're so desperate and his dad got so desperate that he's looking past all those red flags just to have somebody. Yeah, no. And that's a long distance relationship. Uh, not my parents. Not both my parents, but both my uh friends. Uh uh, Amelia and Kevin and Kelly, both their parents got remarried like in a year. Damn. From when their husbands died. Yeah, my mom died in 2012 of September. And my, my dad's and about dad's to get engaged. Just... Or he's is, he is engaged. Oh, really? He's about to get married uh, in May. And she's awesome. Hey, it's, it's fucking life. Yeah, she's man. really cool. Like, hell yeah, I'm glad that y'all are on good terms. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, like, let's both leave our ending words of wisdom. No, I can't say words of wisdom, because that's off Deus and Miro. Mm. Uh, mm. what's, what's our advice on long-distance relationships, for real? Um, unless you know this person, do not get into a long-distance relationship with someone that you meet online that you do not know. Um, if you are going down that route, make sure that you at the very least can FaceTime or Skype with this person. Um, now if you're going to go down this long distance relationship route, ask yourself, is this really worth it? Because if you're doing it because you're just lonely and you really want to be in a relationship and this is something that you know you can get and you know it's there, so you're going to settle on that. Is it really worth it to be all alone thinking that you're not alone? Either way, you're alone and this person is not there. So, I, I just don't suggest it. I think that it's not, it's something that you do when you're settling. If you're in a pre-existing relationship and it comes down to a long-distance relationship, then of course, do it. A thousand percent trust them don't have trust issues you're with this person yeah completely like, you're with this person like, why would you be with someone that you think would cheat on you so it, if you're yeah, thinking that exactly. break up with them if, if, if you're really worried about being cheated on you shouldn't be in a relationship exactly exactly <laughs> like like in general yeah. like what do you I got don't know. i guess i guess what what i would have to say is if you are about to be away from each other and say it's okay to fuck other people, you probably shouldn't be together. Yeah, that's not right. (laughs) Like, 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 because if you're like, oh, I'm just taking a break and coming back, 
that's a sign that this relationship is totally failing and you should not like at all consider wasting any more time i fucking feel um, you um what else what else do i got um plan times that you're gonna communicate with each other be you know you know have that fucking times that you're gonna communicate Gucci Mane and Keisha Dior, she waited for three years for Gucci to get out of jail. And they would have a schedule together. Now look at them. You know, and now they're like a power, beautiful Killing couple. it. So, so if, you, if you can really get into a schedule where you feel like this person's still in your life, where I feel like, CJ, you're in Fuck my yeah, life. Dude. You know what I mean? Like where we've... I've listened to your podcast... I met you one time in person, and now I feel like we've had a couple tries. At this. this is the first episode, mm, the first good one. And now we can re- <laughs> <laughs> that we can yeah keep. exactly. But like, either way, I I feel like you know you gotta have this um this gut feeling. Like you got you gotta know that you wanna like put time into this, like and like, you know, sometimes shit doesn't work out, but like bias. So to everybody listening to the first episode, thank you so much. This is long distance relationship. I am Mikey Mayo. It's at Mikey Mayo. Boom. Fucking on Instagram, on Twitter. I'm deleting my Facebook soon maybe because I'm just tired of that shit. Um, so please find me on those places. I can make anything happen. He's a maker of happenings. My name is CJ Couch. Thank you, Mikey. That was fucking awesome. Um, go check out my podcast, Couch Talk. It's on SoundCloud. It's on uh, the podcast app. If you have an iPhone, listen on the podcast app. I'm not telling you that because it benefits me at all. I would rather you listen on SoundCloud so I can see... But for your listening pleasure, the podcast app is fucking superior. Even with their new update that I don't like at all, it's still better than listening on SoundCloud. So search Couch Talk. Find me on Instagram at CJ Couch Talk. Simple. Um, I love you, Mikey. Yeah. Yeah, you can peep my SoundCloud also. Uh, it's at Mikey Mayo. I got an album dropping soon called Degree in the <laughs> Streets. It's it's been two years in the making. It's got some big producers, some big artists on it. It's got some Florida artists on it, some Philly artists on it. I think it really represents me. And you know, every play I got on Apple Music or any other fucking <laughs> any basically any platform is a scent towards me. So like please, you know, it it helps. You know, streams are dope. And maybe you'll fuck with the music actually, you know, just Fuck with it. it. Um, but anyway, you know, this has been CJ Couch. I'm CJ I'm Couch. Mikey Mayo. Babe, babe, I love you. This is a long-distance relationship, babe. I, I love, love you too, you. babe. That was so much fun. And all you people, if you listened uh, to this, I really appreciate you. You first listeners, you are uh, you're crucial. And on a secret. You're on a secret. Like, this is a secret. Yeah, you're a part of a secret right now that's going to blow up to be the biggest thing of all time. We are the originators of this. And even if we didn't originate it, it's it's better. I've looked it up everywhere. 
in my mind. Oh fuck. <laughs> That's yeah. enough for me. Signing Love off. Love you, man. Love you too. Babe.